Hi, I'm Raymond, and you're listening to Insert Quest here. Today we're doing an Eclipse Phase one-shot. That's our quest for today. Uh, this is set during the fall. Um, we've got one of our Patreon backers here with us today, uh, Yodel. Uh, thank you for your contribution monetarily, Yodel. Well, you're welcome. Um, yeah, this is an Eclipse Phase game set during the fall. Um, and uh, we'll jump right into that in a minute, but let's have our, our players uh, introduce themselves, and we'll start with Yodel, and then we'll go to Chris, and then Patrick. All right. Uh, so I'm so just, uh, just introduce yourself and the character that you're going to be playing, if you've thought up a name for it. Shit. I knew I forgot something. Yeah, I, I've, I've not gotten so far as to a name, uh, but it is a biochemical arms dealer and manufacturer, um, I suppose. You said it's connected to the Korean government. Do you have Korean as your native? Korean is his native language, yeah. and then he has Japanese. Um, so your surname is statistically either Kim or Park, uh, and then Korean names are after that two uh, syllables. I, I used to live and work in South Korea. Um, How about Hyosun? Yeah, Hyosun is pretty common. Um, Taesun, Incheol, uh, Hyunmi for a girl. Like That's just uh, Kim. Kim, Kim Taesun, yeah. Dr. Kim. Uh, and uh, I'm Chris, my uh, uh, of Role Playing Exchange, another podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, and I am playing the hacktivist who only goes by Schnowden. <laughs> Schnowden. Yeah, and he is an illegally detained political prisoner. God damn it! <laughs> so he claims. Uh, and I'm Patrick. I'm playing. Let's see. Uh, he is. You're from Brazil because I gave you Portuguese. Yeah, I have Portuguese and also Japanese, and Brazilian Jiu Jitsu is a thing. There was a lot of immigration out there, so I'm thinking he has some kind of weird post nationalist fusion name like. Um, uh, I'm trying to have a good first Japanese name. Takaha no, Takahashi's a surname, I think. Takahashi's a surname. Um, Takizo? Uh, Tanaka? Yeah, Tanaka Rodriguez. Tanaka Rodriguez. I'm into it. Uh, Tanaka Rodriguez, uh, he is in prison for the crime of um, being on the wrong side when the uh, regime changed. He used to be a... Um, a uh, he likes to think of himself as a fascist hunter. Uh, yeah, that's how you most, choose to think of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> there is a subject of debate as to whether that is uh, into how to pass that. Is he a hunter who is a fascist, or is he a person who hunts fascists? Uh, <laughs> and then one day, people he trained kick in, kicked in the door and told him that he was now an enemy of the state. Don't you hate that when your protégés declare you an enemy of the state? Ah, oh, that technique when they were kicking the door in was so subpar. There will be no place they, they, they for you. Nothing. There is no place for you in the new regime, Commander Rodriguez. Traitor. Uh, brilliant. So, the last things that all of our characters here remember is uh, 
being taken into a uh, prison uh, medical room uh, at a uh, international prison. They were all uh, taken by by a branch of Interpol uh, and arrested. Uh, and they have been taken to an international prison. And they have all the last thing they all remember is being taken into this uh, medical room with a large uh, MRI looking apparatus in it. And their heads were placed in it and uh, devices were attached to their heads. And then they were all injected with a uh, paralytic. And then uh, they woke up in. Uh, this place, uh, you uh, see la- that you see red lights glowing around you. Uh, there's a lot of loud noise. You hear like the sound of um, cutting torches, uh, angle grinders. Uh, you hear an explosion in the distance. The low rumbling of an explosion far away. Um, it's, it's really hard for you to breathe. Uh, this room is really dark. Uh, the only illumination seems to be coming from these red lights. Uh, and you can hear the clanging of boots on uh, metal grates. Uh, uh, a uh, man, you think, steps out of the darkness. Uh, is an old-looking uh, person. Uh, maybe in his fifties, uh, uh, he's got some scars on his face. Uh, he says to you, "In let's see, all right, who doesn't speak English? Whose character doesn't speak English? Apparently, I do not. I do not. You know? you do not? I do. I speak. Jap- I speak English, Japanese, and Portuguese." And Japanese. What does the hacktivist speak? I speak speak Japanese and Arabic. So everyone speaks Japanese. Indeed. Uh, so um, you see him uh, pick up a has like a microphone in his hand, uh, and he says. Uh, This is your parole hearing. We have a need for monster hunters. If you're willing to fight our monsters, these demons, then I am willing to commute your sentence. However, if that sounds too dangerous to you, or like too much work, or you're a coward, we will be leaving you here on this rock as we abandon it. If you are willing to comply, please step forward. Uh, Takahata steps forward. <laughs> My crime was monster hunting. I don't know why he's Russian. Shit. <laughs> Post-nationalism is weird, okay? <clears throat> so Takahashi's up for it. This was an illegal deten- detainment. I do not recognize your authority. And I step forward. <laughs> I don't say anything. I just step forward. 
brilliant. As you all step forward, it is time to make your first checks of the game. Oh, really? That was the worst time for that program to crash. Just as I was about to bring up the freaking alienation check document. Um, it's um, in times three, isn't it? I think it might be. I just need to check, though. Because, um, yeah, it'll only take me a second to reopen it. Where the fuck is it? Oops, Facebook. There it is. It's Psalm times three. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Psalm times right. three, and then continuity and. No, integration is Psalm times three. Continuity and alienation are will. Yes, yeah, so we're making our integration checks first, uh, actually. Okay. So let's do that. So sometimes three. However, let me grab your modifiers. Oh, boy. That's always a good sign. Well, I've just uh, rolled, so I, I either critically succeed or critically fail based on <laughs> the modifiers you give me. Uh, it's all in your hands now. It is your first time resleeving. Oh, shit. And... Uh, alienation is in times three. It's in yeah. times three? Yeah, but we're Just doing yeah we're doing integration first. I have it open. Uh, so it's minus twenty to your Great. to what you need to get under. And is that with morph bonus? Um, without morph bonus for integration. Okay. Um, so I rolled a thirty-three. My base sum is twenty times three is sixty minus twenty is forty. So that's a quick success. Brilliant. So I you are done. you are integrated. Oh, crit success. Um, no fix. You gain a moxie point. Aha. On a crit success for integration. All right, I have to get I a twenty-five. Or a twenty-five or under. Good luck. Sir. Yeah. Thirty-seven. Nope. All right. So that's just a regular failure. Yeah. Character has some trouble acclimating to the new more acclimatizing to the new. No, it's acclimating, is that word. Um, they suffer a minus 10 modifier to all physical actions for two days. Plus one day per 10 full points of mark of failure. So, I don't three days. You... Really? I'm not going to live three days. You're not going to live three days. Let's just go with the minus 10. Yeah. I don't want to make it too hard straight off the bat. So, I don't use the morph bonus. Mm -hmm. That makes my psalm 10 times 3 is 30, minus 20 is 10. You need to get under 10. <laughs> and I rolled so to close the door. You rolled a critical failure. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to eat my first moxie and not crit, because minus 30 on everything from now on is sort of... I mean, sort of makes this character not be easy. All right, I'll give you the minus 10. Um, brilliant. So uh, you feel like, uh, those of you that failed, feel like you can't breathe. Um, and your senses feel off, like your sense of touch feels radically different. Um, and you're not really sure... Uh, what the fuck happened? Like, you were lying down a minute ago, and now you're standing up in a dark room. Uh, now we make alienation checks, because you have lost continuity. Uh, alienation checks are... Uh, uh, no, no. Alienation is because we don't feel at home in the body mentally. Yeah. Oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. Sorry. Alienation, alienation is, is in, in the window... In 
Yeah, it's looking yes. in the mirror and going, that's not my face. Yes, you guys can. Re you guys do realize that these are not your bodies because you look down at your hands and you see steel. Uh, and your legs are metallic and there's like welded armor plates on your chests. Uh, and you touch your face and feel metal. Uh, so let's roll that alienation, which is in times three. Uh, I get a I get a seventy five out of forty five. Brilliant. Uh, do we get any negatives for this, or? Uh, probably. Great. Um, <laughs> Wonderful. I will oh. give you a minus ten because it's a synthetic morph. All right. So I have a one in five chance of succeeding. And it is your first time resleeving, so it's minus twenty. I have a ten percent chance of succeeding. Good luck to you. <laughs> <laughs> Thirteen. So close. This I can imagine how this looks from the outside. Is like he just puts his hand on his face, and because he's a synth, he doesn't have like proper facial expressions. He just has like a screen, and then just sad face emoji pops up. Uh, well, you are in kind of anthropomorphic robots, so it's more like you just have a steely, hardened expression. <laughs> but the eyes, the eyes, frantically twitch. Um. So you failed, Chris. Yes. And you also failed, uh, Patrick. Uh, Yodel. Mm -hmm. uh, so minus I twenty in times three. Failed, despite the fact that I actually had twenty in, which is. Yeah. <laughs> right. Everyone failed. Character is uneasy about the new morph. Suffer one stress point per ten full points of margin of failure. So margin of failure is for every unit of 10 you failed by okay so, so like if you had to get under 20 and you rolled a 40 that's two stress you're taking yeah so i just suffered a trauma <laughs> brilliant <laughs> so that's a minus 10 to all actions that's fast Indeed. so yeah no i rolled 91 so that's nine points of stress <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, to be honest, this is about how I expected this scenario to go. I only just—I only took one point of stress. Good. I took, I think, I think five, but I have a TT of eight, so I'm okay. Yeah. So Snowden minus, is doing fine. The minus ten from the um, integration check that only applies to physical actions, whereas your stress is a minus ten to everything. Okay. Uh, your trauma, rather, your trauma. Uh, and now, continuity tests. <clears throat> um, continuity modifiers. Continuity modifiers. Do we know how long we've been out? No, you don't. So, actually, I'm not going to give you any penalties because you just feel... <clears throat> you f it, the, the passage of time is obvious, but you have no idea how long it's been. So, so uh, no penalties. It'll be willpower times three. Okay, uh, that's uh, past 20 out of 60. Nice. Sorry, what was that, Chris? Uh, I'm talking to myself. Uh, 56 okay. out of 45, so I failed. All right. <laughs> and then I cough and die. I ended and up with 53 out of 45, so I failed again. 
Uh, every character <laughs> suffers stress from loss of continuity as noted by the continuity stress table. I'll get to that in a minute. Reduce this stress damage by one point uh, per ten full points of margin of success on the continuity test. Uh, increase by one point for every ten full points of margin of failure. So you're taking... Uh, let me see... So with 50, we take a minimum of 5 and then plus whatever we roll. Yes. Just give me a second and I will tell you what the... Hang on. Where's my D? There we go. The D10 divided by 2. Uh... Yes, indeed. Uh, so you take one from your roll. So uh, everyone's taking one plus their... Sorry? What was that, Yodel? Not knowing if how you died is a plus two. Is that... That's right. Let's call it a three, then. So base is three modified by... Margin oh. of failure success. or success. Right, yeah. So actually... I succeeded. I got 20 out of 60, so that's four degrees of success. So, nothing. You take no stress. Yep. I take four stress. Four I'm stress. A robot. And the other? And I take, what's it, three plus five? I believe so. So, another, another nine, which leaves <laughs> me with a second trauma. <laughs> Yodel, would you like to grab another character? <laughs> you know, yeah, maybe maybe I would. We're <laughs> a badass arms dealer. You're really bad at this. The badass arms dealer will continue it to be in this scenario, but he's going to be freaking the fuck out the whole time. I mean, arguably, he is technically at minus 50 if I hadn't spent that moxie on everything physical. So, Yeah. <laughs> Uh, do you want to grab another one of the characters and we'll do this again quickly? Yes. Um, let's see. Where did I put the link? Um, so let's say X-Cop. We'll take the X-Cop. All right. So continuity. Uh, sorry. Let's get, let's go. Integration. Sometimes three minus 20. Sometimes three is 20 before morph bonus. Uh, so, well, sometimes three is 60. So you need to get uh, under 24. So you need to get under 40. I did not. 71. It wasn't a created list. All right. Uh, so failure. Um, you'll take that minus 10 to your physical actions. That's fine. Alienation. Uh Int times three, minus 20. Uh, let's see what the int is. 20, uh, so 40 again. I rolled an 09. Nice. Okay. The cop so is all right with being in a robot. Brilliant. You succeed. Uh, success character adapts to the... Yeah, you... You, you know, the body is hard to grasp, but, you know, oh, I'm, I've got a metal face. Well, I mean, if you look at that cop's stats, I think that, uh, the cop's skills, rather, I think you can see why the cop might be okay with it, considering the cop was stealing cutting-edge technology from lockup. 
like and, then, and then selling it on. Uh, and now let's do that continuity loss. Uh, so willpower times three. Uh, and that will be a base of three stress. Right. Uh, so willpower of 10 uh, times three is 30. No modification. Mm -hmm. I rolled a 90. So I'm, I'm good. <coughs> and that's minus one. So I only take two stress. Brilliant. And no trauma. Well, I worked a lot better. Yeah, uh, the cop the cop endured. He does not speak Japanese, however. Uh, yeah, he does not speak Japanese, but the guy had a translator thingy. Uh, yeah, so English and Portuguese, however. Uh, but uh, should I? I'll just his English. I'll just let's just call him something. Carl. 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 Coral. All right. Coral. I don't need this book open anymore. Uh, so let's close that. Uh, yes, you guys uh, look around this room as you write yourselves and try to get a hold of your uh, new form. And you hear your metal feet uh, scraping and clanging on the uh on the metal grates beneath you and as you look around you're in kind of a circular room uh it's almost like you're in a uh cylindrical and you look down and can see through the grated floor and the sense of this structure you get is that you're in a cylindrical skyscraper that has no walls and barely any floor. And you just see stacks. Uh, you just see floor after floor of uh, of robots like yourself stepping forward. Uh, some of you see uh, a few soldiers. There's like every uh, five robots, there's a person. Uh and they, you see a few of them moving now and pushing ro uh, the robots yourselves, the convicts, back into the weird bed things. You just upright bed things you just stepped out of. You see them like restraining people and plugging things back in as other uh, individuals step up and say, all right, all of you that have agreed to the terms of your parole, uh, please walk uh, to your left, you will find a staircase. Head down it. Continue heading left and down staircases until you arrive at the ground floor. Uh, and you all so. start, start shambling down. Uh, About how yeah. many of us are there? Like, There's obviously the three of us and then... Uh, on your ring, sort of there's a... On your, yeah, uh, in your clump before you move down to the next level uh, is about um, 15 people. There looks to be maybe four staircases per level. So that gives you around 40 people per level. Uh, and you can see like two or three levels above you and uh, three to four below you. 
So, you know, a hundred or so, maybe more. Way more than a hundred. <laughs> it's like closer to 200, 300, sorry. Uh, robots and whatnot. Uh, and you all look more or less identical. Um, there's a few variants in, in faces. Some people have different arms, but for the most part, you are shitty worker robot bodies. Um, perhaps these things are about to get shipped uh, up into space or something, or maybe to a hazardous work site. Um, you by, do know... By, like, worker bot, do you mean synth morphs? Yes, it is a synth morph. It's the base synth. It's not okay. a case. It's a little bit better than a case, thankfully. Uh, Damn. Yes, uh, but you do notice that you have these armor plates on your on your body that seem to be giving you a bit more protection. Uh, and as you're walking along, does anybody want to try and use the mesh? Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> Brilliant. I will mesh, uh, mesh the shit out of things. Your mesh has no uh, broadcast capability. It has no no radio com at all. It's not turned off. It is the hardware is missing. Uh, this is clearly more evidence of uh, human rights violations. Uh, but you do start to see signals coming. Uh, well, not signals, but you start getting information fed into your mesh as you bring it online. Uh, you see some of the statistics for this body that you're in. Um, you know, a lot, lot of stuff about the processing speed of your brain uh, and things like that. Uh, the the weight, uh, the the handling load, and all this sort of stuff that means kind of nothing to you. Uh, you see that some new hardware has been installed. Um, there is a uh, chameleon coating has been added and a system for managing that has been added to your body as well as uh, alterations to the optical sensors. Uh, so you know that you have enhanced vision as well as chameleon coding. I reach across and sort of clank an elbow into uh, Chris's robot and go, so so what's, what were you? What? What were you? What squad? I, I wasn't... I wasn't anything, man. What? Oh, no. They stuck... Oh, they stuck me with a nerd. <laughs> I am a freedom fighter! <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. So was I. Suddenly the oh, were dictionary you also changed. Suddenly the dictionary changed, yeah? What? No. They... They... I was just trying to release secrets that the government had unjustly hidden from the people, and next thing they know, I'm, they're saying it's treason when I am just trying to get, get the information out there. Really fight those fascist pigs. Carl, the police officer, uh, you can hear lots of people talking around you. 
um, there's two people talking in uh, Japanese uh, in front of you. Uh, behind you, you hear uh, somebody uh, like shouting in Korean. Uh, you hear another per another person in Japanese, uh, like repeating over and over again about like how they're not meant to be here. Um, you hear people next to you talking about like um, someone behind you says, says um, uh, in English, "Man, I can't wait to get out of here. Fucking parole me. I'm just gonna fuck all these guys. I'm just gonna fucking tear their throats out." Uh, and you realize that uh, everyone here is a criminal <laughs> uh, and you're a corrupt cop in, in, in surrounded by criminals. Yeah, uh, that's not bounty hunter. That's pseudo-legal. Uh, but yes, you, you get the impression uh, not a criminal, criminal, I'm a political detainee. <laughs> uh, yeah. Tanaka was just trying to decide if it was an insult to put him, like put himself with the nerd, or if the nerd like actually leaked something valuable and they put him with Tanaka. It's like, hmm. Two ways that can be looked at. Anyway, we walk into the nightmare. Yes, you guys uh, file down to this. Uh, bottom floor as more and more people are sort of swarming around you, more of these robots and uh, you see soldiers with uh, with uh, actually uh, Tanaka you'd recognize these as would uh, Carl uh, these soldiers are armed with plasma guns uh, every one of them is having has a plasma gun, uh, as well as a heavy pistol at their side. Uh, and they do not look like they are fucking around. Uh, you see one guy, as you come to the line, go to grab the plasma rifle and the cop just, uh, the cop, the soldier just blows him away. The room fills with green light. Uh, you, uh, you feel a cold Heat is the only way to describe it. Like, you know you are f that what you're feeling is warm and hot, but it doesn't feel hot the way you remember heat feeling. It just... Ha you have the sensation that something hot is nearby, but you don't feel the heat. Um, this could be a symptom of your new uh, cybernetic condition. Uh, but yes, uh, a not one of the robot's torsos is gone. Uh, perhaps it's not a good idea to try and grab the guard's guns. In the movie of this, uh, Tanaka reaches down into the action and like daubs something on his face so that the viewer can tell him from the other robots. In the movie. <laughs> Brilliant. I mean, you could, you're covered in chameleon coding, so you could just re... Say that your face changes to have like war paint on it or something. It's cooler this way. <laughs> I mean, even even he like touches his face and the chameleon coating ripples and changes underneath. I want to check. Do we have pockets at all? Like, is there any? Like any nope, you have you, no? you have nothing that even resembles clothing. Um, there are there's probably nooks and crannies, but like. 
it's it's not the kind of place where you'd want to put anything. Uh, right. You do have a mostly sealed outer shell. All right, I just, you know, try to look disinterested. The guards start separating you all out into... Uh, they don't seem to be separating you out with any rhyme or reason. They're just pushing you into lines. Uh, and you three manage to end up in the same line. Uh, the uh, the criminal, be, uh, the, the man shouting in Korean, uh, uh, seems to also be in your line, as well as the Japanese man who... If he could, would be wetting himself. Uh, as is the insane guy who's talking about all the people he's going to kill when he gets out on parole. Which apparently is what's happening here. He only heard the words he wanted to hear, it would seem. Uh, and you get to the front of the line. Uh, and there's uh, two large guards and another soldier. Uh, in front of, uh, behind like a grate, and they, uh, and they look to, uh, you guys and say, uh, in English, uh, what, what language do you speak? Uh, so we'll go with Chris, uh, is the first person they talk to. Chris, what, uh, they, they see you and they say, uh, what language do you speak in English? I, what? Obla Inglazo. No, no I, I am utterly dumbfounded. And I'll say something to them in Arabic. Uh, one of the gu guards says to you in uh, Arabic, what language do you speak? Clearly I speak Arabic and Japanese. Well, so he's asking you... The fact that he's asking you in Arabic suggests he's asking, what is your main language? Uh, Japanese. All right. You see the, gu uh, the guard turn and say, uh, you hear the word Japanese. Uh, and then he's like, Ugh. and he pulls out a um, tablet looking thing and presses a button. And then he says, all right, what weapons, if any, are you trained on? Uh, I have Japanese. some firearms training with kinetic weapons and secret weapons. Well, you get one gun, so what do you want? Seeker weapon. Seeker weapon. Alrighty. Uh, so, uh, he hands you a seeker rifle, I suppose. Beat. Weapons. Because Chuck's Eclipse Phase Wiki is great for some things and terrible for others. The thing that it's great for is the weapons index. Seekers. So he gives you a Seeker rifle, which has semi auto as the firing type. And then I guess for the stats, we use grenades. So. Yep. You, hang on, we'll need the ammo type, uh, the ammo quantity. Um, you will have 12 
missiles. Uh, so I'll have right. eleven. I'll have eleven missiles and one to use on myself. <laughs> that that's a good point. Um, you can have one EMP missile. Um, and I will give you one. Let's go with anti-medical grenade. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, that, that's right. You can have one overload. And then your other 10 will be high explosive. So I will give you the stats for high explosive, seeing as that's going to be the one you're going to be shooting the most. Yeah. Uh, it uses... Oh, it's resisted by energy armor. I would have thought kinetic. That's surprising. Um, so its damage is 3d10 plus 10. And it has no AP. Which I find surprising. All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, one of the guards says, uh, one of the guards says something to the quartermaster, uh, and then he says, do you have any other specialties that we should be made aware of before sending you out? God, I really want to say something shitty right now. Uh... So you have no software packages at the moment and no tool to use to hack because you have no comms and you don't even have... You have access jacks, but no cables to plug into your access jacks. I'm, I'm a programmer and uh, my main areas of ex expertise were with signals, signal jamming. Hmm. But you've given me a morph that goes against the Geneva Convention, by the way. The guard sort of rolls his eyes and is like, yeah, 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 whatever. And they hand you a uh, ecto uh, and a few and an electronic toolkit. Actually, they hand you a toolkit, we'll just say. Uh, so the, I think it's called, what are they called? Are they called? They're not called Omnitools. The multi-tool, which has the exclusion stuff and things like that. Um... And he says, look, be careful with this. You don't want to get hacked out there, all right? There's a reason we've disabled all your radio comms. And weirdly, it's for your own safety. And then the guards push you along. Uh, and uh, we will do... Uh, I've already forgotten your Japanese name, Patrick. Tanaka. Tanaka. Uh, they say, what language do you speak in English? Uh, I answer, I speak Portuguese in Portuguese, and then in English, I say, I also speak English. Brilliant. He's talking to you in English. He'd rather not use the com thingy. Uh, you get one weapon. What do you want? Uh, well, what type of with, weapon? I will pick I feel trained equally with beams and kinetic weapons. Uh, I have a lesser secondary training in demolitions. Um, I'll take a plasma rifle if you've got one going spare. I'm not giving you a fucking plasma rifle. However, and he hands you a particle beam bolter. 
Let me scroll up to energy weapons. It's, they're both 65. It doesn't honestly matter. Beam weapons. Particle beam. Bolter has armor penetration minus two. Mm-hmm. It does 2d10 plus four damage. Mm-hmm. It is semi-auto, and it has 50 shots before it needs to recharge. Okay. Uh, brilliant. And then uh, he says, is there anything, do you have any other specialties that we should be made aware of before sending you into the field? Uh, before this, I was a bounty hunter. I have uh, secondary skill sets in demolitions, uh, driving, unarmed combat, infiltration. They hand you a knife. <laughs> when you say, uh, when you say, yeah, <laughs> like, have blades. When you say like unarmed combat, they hear hand to hand combat. So they hand you a knife. Uh, I do have blades, it's just my eyes fell on unarmed combat on the sheet beforehand. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not going to give you anything. They're not going to, like, give you cyber claws. Um, I guess I could give you shot gloves, but that will not help you. Uh, yeah, they hand you a knife. Just a normal knife. It's like D10 damage, no AP? It's D10 plus 2 plus your damage bonus for uh, hand-to-hand stuff, which is on your... It's, on, it's next to speed. Uh, so it's 1d10 plus 2, and it has armor penetration neg 1, which is actually pretty good, all things considered. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, they push you on. Uh, and then we come to Carl. I eat hands. Uh, what language do you speak, they say to you, Carl? English. Oh, brilliant. All right. What weapon are you trained on, Carl, if any? Well, uh, kinetic. I'll take an assault rifle if you have one. Done and done. They hand you an assault rifle. Um, Do you have any other gun and any other ranged weapon skills? Ray is pretty close after that. Right. They hand you an assault rifle, and I will give you the stats for that now. It has minus nine armor penetration. And it does 2d10 plus eight damage. The magazine size, the ammo amount is 30. And they slide you uh, three other magazines, so that will bring your will bring your total up to one hundred and twenty bullets. Um, if you need to know the firing modes, I don't know if it'll really matter. Uh, you've got semi-auto, burst fire, and full auto. So basically, you have all of the fire options for a gun. Yeah, all three. Yeah. Um, and it has a laser pointer on it. Nice. Uh, all of your weapons, well, I mean, 
Actually, yes, it will matter. All of your weapons have laser pointers, but none of them have smart links. So, for example, uh, normally with seeker weapons, they all get uh, they get a smart ammo type. Yours all just have um, they just have laser guided, I suppose. For your seekers. I know what you mean by laser laser dot, but I'm I'm just picturing like one of those keychain things has been duct taped terribly to the gun. I mean, <laughs> I think for some of them that will be the case. Uh, but uh, Carl, you also notice that on the underside of your gun is a shard pistol uh, that's been mounted, sort of like an under uh, barrel shotgun. Nice. Because that's basically what a shard pistol is. It's a shotgun pistol. Uh, so would you like the stats for that? Uh, sure. Uh, you won't really have a space for them, but it's um shard pistol. It's 1d10 plus 6 damage. Uh, it has 100 shots, and it has minus 10 you armor. You put it damage. instead of my melee weapon. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, yeah, it has minus 10 armor pen. Minus 10. What's the damage you said? 1d10 plus... 6. And it also has the full range of fire options. Uh, and just as uh, a few more of you... Uh, uh, you know, you guys are being filed through this... Uh, down this chute, basically, and handed these guns... Um, and he's just about to ask you, Carl, if you have any other specializations. And you guys hear a really close explosion, and the whole room goes silent. And then a, and then the wall up near where you guys got out of your beds or cells or whatever, you see the wall disappear and explode in a violet sort of purple glowing light. The wall just like disappears uh, and a wave of heat washes over the room. Uh, and then there's like a loud popping kind of explosion noise. Uh, and then screaming and panicking and the soldiers start all the soldiers, the guards, turn and start firing their plasma guns up at that hole as everybody around you is just shouting, Go! Run! And everyone is pushing against you and there's a massive crush. And then you see, the, you see light ahead of you, daylight, uh, as uh, the walls uh, up ahead open in this sort of strange skyscraper. What do each of you do? I listen to the man when he say run, and we run. Yep. They let us leave. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Peace. Brilliant. Uh, you all charge outside as uh, the other uh, robot prisoners fire, uh, spew out behind you, spreading across... Uh, uh, the open air in front of you and you realize that you're in a city kind of 
You see open sky above you. It is daytime. There's, you hear like bugs or locusts or something. You see insects up in the sky flying around um, off in the distance, like a cloud of bugs uh, a few meters above you. Uh, And you're in a street, a really wide street filled with rubble uh, and stuff like that. There's fires burning around you. The ground is a little bit uneven there. And uh, yeah, it's very industrial looking area, almost like, um, almost like uh, as if a city sized, oil rig had been built is kind of the architecture around you. There's, there's pipes and things going every which way. Uh, and the buildings around you are about the size of uh, a warehouse height. Um, yeah. Uh, what do you all do as more and more people start swarming out behind you? Uh, since we have better lines of visibility now it's open do we see what's coming at the building uh yeah all right so you turn around and look up and you Mm -hmm. see the hole and but you can't see anything that made it and then you see a uh what looks like a missile streak through the sky and then disappear for like half a second and then you see this bright violet light erupt and slam like a water balloon against the side of the building that you just came out. Uh, it's been like half an hour at most since you uh, woke up. Uh, hmm. Well, I'm I'm overloaded here. Uh, let's find some high ground and see where we are. Try to figure something out. Yeah, so you I'm shout right. that in English, I'm guessing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, neither of us speak English. Uh, actually, I, tend, I tried to make it so that there should always be at least one person that overlaps in the yeah, scenario. So- I guess I'll repeat it in Portuguese if nobody makes a mean. Yeah, indeed. The Death Squad member speaks English and Portuguese and Japanese, and the hacker speaks Japanese. Yeah. I have no objection to the high ground plan. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so a few, you, those two, or you three, start running towards one of the buildings, uh, and. Uh, uh, a handful, maybe 20 or so of the other people start like, they see you running and follow. Uh, you hear a loudspeaker shout out. All we expect you to do is fight. And it just sort of repeats uh, over and over again in other languages, just compelling you to fight. Uh, the unspoken part being they mean for you to fight the other, uh, the, these things that are attacking them, but you have fucking no idea what the fuck is going on. 
Uh, and you so get shoot the... Chris. No, I'm fighting. No. Um... <laughs> yes. Get... Let, let, it, let the pain end. You get to the wall of this warehouse and uh, you see a half-broken sort of large metal sliding door. You push at it um, and it opens up into this warehouse as you swarm in. Um, there's staircases everywhere. Are you guys going to head upstairs? Plans high ground to uh, assess the situation. So stairs seem to fit that. Yeah. Uh, as you start running up the staircases, and as uh, some of the other people that have followed, some some of the people continue to follow. Others just run across the open space of the warehouse. They seem to just be trying to get further away from that explosion. Uh, as they're doing this, uh, I'm going to pull out the multi tool and try to look for a mesh signal. Yep, there's, there's, you actually managed to find. You plug it into your access. Uh, are you plugging it into your access jack, or are you just going to use the ecto? Um, try not to meta game. I mean, you know what the fall is. Your character uh, has no fucking clue what's going on. Minus authoritarianism. Mm-hmm. These fascist pigs clearly don't want me at my best, so I am totally going to plug that in. Brilliant. So you plug uh, you plug your multi tool in, and you use its com, uh, its little radio transmitter to try and sift the signals. There's a lot of shit. Um, you find the uh, the what what we know as the internet because that exists on Earth before the fall. Um, you find a connection to that pretty quickly. Um, in terms of other signals, there's a lot of microwave bursts going around. A lot of old radio signals channels being used. Shit that like you didn't think people still really used, like most military had moved to microwave and laser comm, but people are using radio, like AM and FM shit. Um, I mean, I, I guess I'll check the internet to see what's going on news-wise. <laughs> news? Because <laughs> what, what, I'm confused. What news uh, What news site does, does the hacktivist trust? Daily cause. Dreadful cause. <laughs> of course. Um, it's not been updated in weeks. Okay. Um, but the last few articles that were published talk about um, rogue uh f- rogue drones attacking cities, like the program um, drones that were in a holding pattern over a city are uh, breaking rank and bombing a whole section. Um, and then uh, the military, uh, the US military struggling to take them back, uh, take back control of those drones. There's uh, talk, there's an article about, um, there's an article about new uh, illegal construction projects beginning at the Alice Springs, um, Alice Springs Aerospace Center. Uh, there is mention of a Javanese uh, space defense warship uh, go uh, disappearing from record and radar 
lots of s- stuff about how like the world is at each other's everyone all the 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 nation states are at each other's throats and they're just getting ready for Armageddon like they're just going to start tearing each other apart and then the sh- it, the website just stops being updated like f- 3 weeks ago there's nothing for the last 3 weeks posted to it jesus uh he would know how long he's been under now because yeah. he can actually see the current date. Yes, you have been you have been in an illegal government well, a, an illegal world government black site uh, suspension prison for three years. Alex Jones God was right. <laughs> uh, no, no, I'm a left leaning nut job. FEMA death camps. Illuminati. God. It's real. It's all real. Uh, I've gone for three years. And you guys, your heavy robotic feet pound up the staircase. um, and uh, And you come out onto a balcony, sort of a four story high balcony overlooking. Uh, this quadrant of the city. Uh, and uh, and you see just a mess of destruction. Um, you do, however, recognize some familiar architecture. Yeah, so are you, you are in a massive flat city you see off towards the center of the city there are a lot uh, you see a residential area with like 20 story high um, apartment blocks just in rows upon rows upon rows they are look like the most intact buildings around um, they're it's actually not that far from where you are to that uh that residential area it's about 20 kilometers at uh, 10 kilometers away from here um back behind you stretching off into the distance is this never-ending sort of factory space you see more dots of residential areas but that one you saw first was the largest residential area and then you spot the uh distinctive um i can't remember what it's called uh the distinct the distinctive sky rail of the uh alice springs uh spaceport so we're in the middle of australia basically we're in the middle of australia roll sanity no Yes, I mean, the bat cult approaches. Uh, we're already dead uh, if we're in Australia. It doesn't even true. matter that it's the fall. You thought the fall was bad in Europe. Well, let me tell you, sir. So, so the rock that we're leaving and li- leaving us behind must be Australia then, clearly. Yeah, That's we're just the- leaving Australia. We're going to go back to the yeah. motherland. Yeah, the <laughs> island is... Uh, the rock that they're leaving. Yeah, that makes sense. 
Yeah, okay. So they expect us to fight, but obviously that's not going to happen. What's going to happen is we're going to head to the spaceport, right, guys? Yeah. That would be the best way to get out, I guess. I, uh, I, I presume you two are speaking Portuguese, so I have no idea what you're saying. <laughs> okay, I, mean, I don't know what you guys are talking about, but we clearly need to go to the spaceport. Uh, and do you say that in what language do you say that in um, uh, Japanese Japanese as you say that the uh, the terrified gentleman who was speaking Japanese before grabs you and says spaceport there's a spaceport we can get out of here yeah man oh we my god you guys, have got to, you guys have got to protect me he's holding a uh, submachine gun but he's holding it in a way that tells you he's never held one before okay um, professional uh, give me your squad. gun I was going to say professional squad tactics to give him a quick this is how you don't shoot yourself in the face lesson <laughs> brilliant uh, so you, yeah, you like, don't point that at us. Hold it like this. Uh, make me that squad tactics roll. The safety is your friend. Make me that squad uh, tactics roll. 28 out of 60. Nice. While yeah. you're doing that, I will tell you it's a waste of time in Portuguese. <laughs> He's just going to die. In Portuguese, I say yes, but this way, when we send him out ahead of us, he lasts slightly longer. <laughs> if, if you say in Portuguese. Yeah. <laughs> um, Brilliant. Uh, and it is at this point, as the loud buzzing gets closer, you realize the insects you saw in the sky that you thought were maybe like a cloud of cic cicadas or locusts or something. That's not what they are. And they were further away. Those are fucking insectoid looking fighter drones with like tentacles coming out the back end of them and oh God, Australia's see, evolved. you see three of them break out of their cloud and swoop down towards you and then you what do you do when I say towards you they're swooping towards the area of the city that you're in uh, camo uh, skin, dive into cover. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah chameleon cover. cloak. Right. Back, uh, I'm going to uh, lean up against the wall and try to look like the wall. Yeah. Right. Hide and chameleon cloak. Yeah. All right. So, who is just diving back inside the building, and who is going to like press themselves up against the wall of the outside? Uh, I'll go More into the building. Inside. Sorry. What was that, Yodel? Away from the, the opening. So, towards the inside of the building, I would go. Alright, so the two of you that just dive inside, you don't need to make me a roll. However, uh, you do need to make me a roll, Mr. Okay. I'm going to press myself against the wall. Okay, that would be, what, deception? So, uh, no, it'll be infiltration plus your... You're a mobile, so I believe it's plus 40. Sweet. That's really good. Is it plus 40 or plus 30? Doesn't really matter. Make me the roll either way. Gear bonuses, uh, because I tend to be plus 30. 
Yeah. I w- well, let's go with the matter. It's and I'll double check. 39 out of 65. Brilliant. Uh, so, yeah, you push up against, you look at the wall and you like bring up at your mesh and say that, and then you press up against it. Uh, and you see the paint uh, sort of, it doesn't even shimmer, it just changes as if all at once you're just a different color. There's no, it doesn't like fade over, it doesn't start at one specific point, it's just in an instant you're a different color uh, and a Matter different pattern. Doing their thing. Well, chromatophores don't normally work that fast. Uh, well, like, they can work real fast. Like in nature, they tend to take, like you tend to see it shift. But anyway, the point is, um, yeah, you blend in and you see these three drones swoop down and sleek panels slide away on them. And they go from looking kind of like, um, they go from looking like uh, cuttlefish or squid to looking like uh, angry wasps as various weapons fold out of them. And they ju- and you just hear the street behind you where you just came from erupt uh, in gunfire. Uh, can I make a hardware robotics check to see... to kind of see how they... like, if this makes sense to me? Uh, give me one second, because hardware is an, is like, uh, the, I think you might have a relevant uh, knowledge oh. skill. Yeah, that. sorry. Uh, da, 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 da. Comp sci? Um, what are your profession skills did I give you? Uh, mesh security, hacktivism, and artisan. Artisan, because your artisan thing is that you make robots. That's your cover identity. Okay. Uh, 18 out of 55. Nice. Um, yeah, is there a specific thing that you're trying to get out of this? Uh, I'm trying to figure out what the make and model of these uh, drones the are. Make, the make and model of them is you. not only have you never seen this, you've never heard of this. Drone, uh, drone fighters don't move this way, don't look this way. Uh, they don't bank that hard, and they don't have uh, they don't have such massive weapons that unfold from them. Like, yes, they have weapons that fold away because then you can have a more aerodynamic f- uh, profile, so that your gun doesn't catch on the wind as you're banking it fucking twenty Gs. But a gun like that shouldn't fold out. It's like this, it's like a Gatling plasma gun. And it, it doesn't just slide out of a recess. It unfolds. It, it's barrel slides out and gets longer. And they also balloon out as if the cylinders of the barrel had collapsed in on themselves and then been reinflated before firing shouldn't be possible to build something like that. Okay, so this is beyond anything we can do. As far as you're aware, it must have very advanced nanotech in the gun barrel? Jesus. Like it, it would be so expensive to build something like that, to build a drone that way, as to make it pointless to build a drone that way. Like The po- advantage of drones is that you can build heaps of them 
and they are disposable. This thing is must be so expensive that you'd never want to send it into combat. And there's anyway. an entire swarm of them. There's an entire swarm of these things. Uh, so yeah, one's hitting up the street behind you, another one's in another part of this area. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then they disappear. They zoom back off into the sky. As quickly as they came, they go. Uh, and you can hear uh, people... Uh, the Japanese man that barely knew how to hold his gun is just, like, shouting and screaming, I don't want to die! I don't want to die! I don't want to die! What do you, what do you guys do? Uh, those two of you that are inside. Those things are this way. We need to find... Yeah, well, we need to go, but, like, we need to also not make a lot of noise. We need to get to sewers, subway tunnels. We need to get. We need to have a something nice and solid between us and the sky. Do they even have that? Like, I I don't know this city well enough. I'm not. I'm not from here, but they must have like sewers, water pipes. Come on, we're robots. We don't need to breathe. It doesn't stink. Ah, uh, true. All right. Anyway, uh, I want to so switch down. to thermal because I can see. Chameleon cloak through the thermal, right? Uh, you guys don't have thermal vision. You have enhanced well, vision. I mean, it would be like if you switched to infrared, you would see people like a shape, wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, except that's not that's not a feature of enhanced vision. I understand what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, just uh, to get a sense you, of where people are even when you, they're in this. I'm pretty sure you can't. Uh, using enhanced vision, you can't isolate specific wavelengths. So you'd see infrared and ultraviolet all together. You can't signal it out. All right. Uh, yeah. Well, never mind. Well, but, but we should be able to see each other even though we're chameleon. It's, it's my fault. Yeah, I guess you can. It, it's easier. You get a bonus to the role to pick someone out. But, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, industrial building is going to have some sort of water runoff, fairly large, like sewage infrastructure, so we can get down there, and that gets us out of sight. The killbots. Okay, you with me? Yeah. Scope. Where yeah. where where the nerd go? Yeah, get the meat shields. Well, shields, I guess. There's like ten people around you, so yeah. All right. Yeah. So. Uh, I guess I'll uh, get out of Chameleon Cloak and head inside. Okay. Uh, I'll try and gather... We don't want to go out of it at all. I'm just going to try and gather the the people we've got. Okay, anyone here work maintenance, utilities, city... Uh, one guy, uh, says, uh, I, 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 I used to be a smuggler and, uh, that's good. We need, we need, okay. We need that. We need, I, I work, I worked in, uh, I worked in, I, 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 I worked in, um, in, in the Houston 
Texas Dallas Megaplex. I, I would smuggle <laughs> stuff in from Mexico. Uh, yeah, I, I, I am familiar with underground operation. Right, it's good. I don't know what happened in the years I've been gone, but we've moved on to some next level shit. <laughs> okay, and, and then I explain my plan to the smuggler guy. We need to follow pipes and water mains and sewage tunnels and such uh, to get away from this. And we just need to get like out of the city towards the spaceport. Uh, uh, any 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 yeah. Make a list of like things to look out for and the, the Alice Springs actually he wouldn't know where you are. This No, that's what I'm saying, like a list of like things to look out for. Yeah. I was just gonna I was gonna say he was gonna say something about the Alice Springs city, but he doesn't he's not he doesn't know that that's where you are. Um oh. so he's like you you want to crawl through the sewer like we are literally gonna be crawling, like it's they're not exactly spacious. We used to run drones through there. Well, we are essentially drones. You don't breathe. No, I mean, I mean like, I mean, I mean like RC car type drones. You know that like little sleds that drag your loot through. So, what language is this guy speaking? Uh, let's say speaking English because he's from Houston. Okay. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> you just hear a guy talking. Actually, I mean, you have mesh. You could get translation. Software. Yeah, you could download translation software. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a bad idea. Get on oh, the no. mesh. You're already on the mesh. Download, download some translation software. Do you want to do that? Yes. Make me an infosec check. Okay, I can do that. Sixteen out of seventy-five. All right, let me bring up my dice because this is opposed. By what? And I I don't know. I mean, you you should. What did say you get? Who? Sixteen out of seventy-five. Are you happy with that? I'll spend the moxie and make it a critical success. I rolled a 15. So you beat me either way. Oh, yeah. But, but still. You don't, you don't get to know that before, before I reveal if you want to use your moxie. So, yeah. And I did gain a moxie before for, you know, directly going against the authoritarian yeah, taskmasters. Uh, so you. Uh, spot. You start to download an English language translation uh, auto translation pack to your uh, mesh, and you realize that someone has attached something else to this uh, file. Uh, would you like to try and excise said attachment? I, I really don't want to deal with brainfuckle.exe. So yes. All right, make me an opposed programming check. Okay, that's also something I'm good at. I know, I built your character. <laughs> uh, 54 out of 75. 
54 out of 75. Are you happy with that result? Yeah, I'm pretty happy with it. All right. You're pretty sure that you got rid of uh, the anything that was attached to it? Nice. Do you... Actually, never mind. That's That doesn't matter. Uh, so, um, are you guys going to try and acquire more weapons before you go into the sewer? I'm good. From where? We have, the we have the guys that, who... All the people that just got mowed down in the street outside? That doesn't seem worth it. What if we get mowed down? Well, the drones left. You saw them you leave. Know, they'll ne definitely never come back. Well, they might come back, but like you could. You might. This is pretty much your last opportunity to grab more supplies. Uh, can I do a quick? Can I try to find a uh, map of Alice Springs? Oh yeah, you find that easy. That's on like a you find a public service mesh node thing and pull that up and uh yeah it's a nice street map okay uh i'll pass that over to um the guy who speaks japanese how to know yeah yeah i don't know his name no i mean like how, how are you passing it over he doesn't have mesh yes he does it's just he can't um he can only receive right no, no one has radio comms on. Like, the oh, radio shit. comm hardware was ripped out of your mesh. Oh, well, if fuck. You, could load it you to all the have Echo. access, Jax. Yeah, that's yeah you have to physically plug your Ecto into my, um, my neck. Oh, or you could, I mean, the Ecto has a screen. Like, you can just yeah. hit a map. I'll, I'll, I'll show him the map on the Ecto. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will do a tentacle hug against the door looking out into the street outside, Raymond. What what sanity do I roll? You don't need to roll sanity. I'm giving uh, you this present. Oh, wait. No, you would have to roll sanity because there's a bunch of fucking dead people. That's it. Um, willpower times three because it's just a, a street of destroyed robots. The horrific part is that you know these are... Another people. That they yeah. had people in them. Uh, 27 out of 60. Yeah. So take one stress. Mm -hmm. uh, as you see, just a street full of burning, melted uh, husks of machine. Um, you see a few of the arms and legs attempting to crawl. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Uh, you do see the thing that you came out of as well. Because you didn't really get an opportunity to look at it. You thought it was like a skyscraper. And now that you're looking at it, it looks like a, the shell of a spaceship. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's like... Miles, kilometers, large distances from the aero, the the spaceport, and there's no. It's not like on a track or anything. It's like it's landed here, in the middle of the work of this working district. So there's like rubble around it where it made impact, like it 
it's like it's squashed a factory. It landed on a factory and is now and, and part of the road and part of another factory. Uh, and you actually realize space. Uh, maybe. Uh, you also realize that it is, it, it's sort of sitting on a crossroads, uh, like a Y intersection part of the road. Uh, so it's possible that uh, some people got out other sides of the, uh, of the, of the spaceship. Uh, it doesn't look particularly spaceworthy, but uh, here you are. <laughs> So it was a far and forget thing. Uh, okay, um, I scoped the skies. Any nightmares in there? Just those robot locusts, well, robot squids flying overhead. Um, and yeah, there's there's guns and okay. things littered around amongst the dead. Uh, I have infiltration seventy. Turn on my chameleon skin and sort of. Belly crawl out to the nearest gun. Do you have scrounging? I do. I have it at, I believe, 55. Yes, I do have it at 55. Make me a scrounging roll. Bring it my apt roll. Uh, 66. That's a critical fail. <laughs> um, you find a plasma gun. Sweet. Oh, one of the soldiers must have run outside. Uh, but you grab plasma gun. Do you want to keep looking? Uh, no, I, I, I don't want to risk death from above. So I'll, I'll belly crawl back inside. Does anybody else want? Does anyone else want to try and scrounge? Sure, why not? All right. Uh, no, actually, I do not, because I don't have any scrounging. Brilliant. I am Never mind. interested in that, too. I don't have any scrounging. And, you know, if I, if I don't see it, I can imagine that everyone walked away fine from it. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, you... Uh, the, the gentleman that, uh, you know, said he had experience as a smuggler... Um, says, uh, look, uh, I, I've been, I've been looking at this map that your friend had. Uh, we could get into the sewer here, but if we walk a kilometer east, there's a subway. Okay. He's an American. He would say a mile. That's a good point. If we walk... If we walk zero no, point nine... the future, there's been progress. Things are better. <laughs> if we walk zero point nine miles, uh, point seven nine miles. There you go. If we walk a mile or two, uh, I th there's a subway, uh, and that'll be way easy. We'll be able to actually, if we get ambushed, we'll be able to fight in there. Whereas if anything comes up on us in the sewer, we're dead. Yeah, it does seem better. I mean, you guys do what you're gonna do, but I'm gonna I'm heading for that subway. Okay, uh, if we're gonna do this, we should probably stick to like back and side streets, more likely to be coverage, uh, and less likely to get trampled. 
Yeah. We could we could try and go along the rooftop, maybe. To expand. I mean, those things can fly. They do look yeah. from above. I have no idea what's going on right now, guys. You downloaded the English translation app. Oh right. So yeah, no, we uh we probably shouldn't go on the rooftop. Well, it's just there aren't really side streets in this city. Looking at this fucking map, it's all just like access ways. So, can we? Do we have any way to go through a wall? Does anybody know? Breaching. I have a plasma rifle. I have grenades. Right. So, uh, in the worst case scenario, we could work our way through at least one or two walls. Uh, one of the uh, salaryman uh, with the SMG says, well, we're in a factory. And then he walks over and pulls a tarp down. It's like, this is a industrial level, uh, industrial size nanofabricator. We could print anything we wanted if we had programs. Um, but there should be a few things preloaded. I mean, we might be able to print a disassembler swarm if I can remember my login. I should be able to access uh, I mean, my online storage. I'm comfortable with thermite, but sure. Oh yeah, I can. We can probably print some thermite. I mean, I can get into I, something. I I never really designed explosives. Uh, I worked on robots and ground craft. But uh, I mean, and then one of the other guys. Sweet, right now. Then the fucking terrorist, <laughs> who makes biowebs, like ah, oh, I might be able to help out with that. Uh, and steps. If we can make um, demolitions. Like skilled with those. Uh, we can salvage a vehicle. I can also drive. So you guys are okaying the turning on of the fabricator? Yeah, it seems safe. It's not my field. Yeah, cool. Yeah, no, there's... I mean, so long as we, the, world, the Earth hasn't been attacked by some sort of alien entity, it's probably safe. Yeah, as long as, like, rogue AIs haven't tried to exterminate humanity, it should be fine. Uh, yeah. So the salary... What are the odds of that? Salaryman and the arms dealer are both take their take uh, their access jacks and plug themselves into the fabricator um, as they turn it on uh, and uh, they seem to be they, they're chatting to one another as they they work about like what they're gonna need and they're like all right so so we want some demolition charges uh, why don't we just get we'll just print some scrappers gel so we'll get some canisters of scrappers gel uh, we'll get a charge of super thermite uh, what else do we need? It's gonna take uh, you know we want we want simple stuff, otherwise we don't want to be here too long. This takes like an hour to print the scrappers gel. Right. I mean in an hour we could already be there if we walked on the streets. Yeah, go for it, bud. Yeah, walk walk out in the streets. Yeah. I don't know if no. you've seen those super drones. Well Yeah, no, it doesn't feel great, but like Maybe moving fast would be useful as well. Does anybody want to scout the surrounds while these guys print some explosives and whatnot? Because you don't really know what else is in the area of town you're in. 
or even what is across the street from you or in the warehouse next to you. I mean, I guess I could try infiltration. Um, I have pretty good infiltration as well, yeah, to scope the local area. Yeah. All right. It, it's, for me, it's a 55%. Uh, 75. Is that without your chameleon cloak bonuses? Yes. Uh, that's, that's with and also with my um, continuity. My All right, cool. All right, yep, 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 yep. Uh, it's 75 without chameleon cloak for me. All right. Okay, yeah, no, to, go do for you it. want to search the warehouse next to you first? Yeah. So that's uh, 73 and 75 without yep. bonus for chameleon cloak, which I think is, again, 20 or 30. You managed to... The, the, the two warehouses, the factory seem to be connected, and you step into the other one, and it is a motorcycle uh, sort of... Not a, what is the word I'm looking for? It's like a store. They sell motorbikes. It's just full of motorbikes. So wait, it's a motorcycle dealership? Dealership? Yeah, it's a motorcycle dealership. Nice. I'll sort of come back and say, how many of you guys know how to drive a Harley? Pretty much everyone puts their hands up. Everyone's... Yep. Everyone's got grad craft and everything's electric, so it's not like anyone has to worry about shifting. Uh, Ray, what is pilot anthro? Uh, anthropomorphic. It's for bot jamming. So, like, if you jam, if you were remote controlling another person via their cyberware, you use ah. that skill to get them to move. Or like, um, it all, it's all covered with like walkers and exosuits, I think. Yes, yeah, and exosuits. You use pilot anthro to use uh, battle suits as well. So if I want to go all Ripley and fight an alien, yeah, yeah, all right. Uh, there's a there's a thing called like a mobility frame or something in um, Eclipse Phase, and it's like a what? it's there's like more. a it's like a motorcycle that you wear. It's got wheels and shit on it. So we, it's a very weird. I don't think there's any art in the book, in any of the books of it, but it is described in the main book. Okay. Yeah, it's like a trike suit. It's very weird. I'm not into it. <laughs> um, but, okay, uh, well, we can get to the subway in like four minutes if we get on the bikes. So, uh, print... One ex one demolition pack, I guess, just to mm -hmm. be sure, and then bike it. Just are you are all three of you in the motorcycle road? dealership talking about this? No, I've come no. back. You've come yeah. back. All right. So you guys are talking about this sort of towards where the uh, dealership is like sort of halfway across, away from people, because you three are the ones organizing everything and you have taken charge. And then you hear kind of an abrasive sand through an hourglass kind of sound, I guess. Sand being poured out of a jug onto the floor. Is the sound a hiss kind of thing? 
Yeah. Uh, like, is a the... real, like a really distant rain stick. Is oh, no. Do we use We're being weird? hunted by hippies. What did you say, Shuttle? Is the nanofab doing something weird? Did they mess it up? You look towards the nanofabricator and you see uh, metal shavings pouring out of it as it breaks apart and everyone in the room is sort of recoiling away from it and they start like shouting at you except for the two guys that plugged their brains directly into it. They're just standing there as the metal shavings pour out around their feet and they start to sink into it and they kneel. Well, they're lost causes. Oh, God, Regu! And then they fall into it and you see it sort of rise up their arms and legs and over them. So how does one roll sanity in Eclipse Phase? Uh, I times give you three. a willpower times a number, in this case, times three. Okay. I've had people make willpower times one checks before. Uh, that's that's cruel. <laughs> it was pretty fucking intense, the situation. Uh, I failed that. All right. You take four stress. Uh, I believe that beats my trauma threshold or my stress threshold. Or... <laughs> it's your stress th- threshold. It's taken all in one go for it to yeah. be. Oh, all in one go? Okay, that's my taken all in one go. So, for example, you can take 30 stress in an adventure and be fine as long as you didn't take your threshold at once. Okay, so, so I'm at eight or six or six. Six. So you need to take six at once for it to go over that and you get a trauma. Okay, so I also failed. Yep, same uh, same amount, so so four. So I do actually take a trauma because my threshold is four. Damn. Jesus. That's minus that's minus ten to you, sir. Is that your first trauma or your second? Not my first. Brilliant. No, it was uh, it was Dr. Kim that took two in a in a row. <laughs> yeah, two <laughs> you know? at character gen. Apparently we're yeah. playing Traveller. Um and Okay, go, 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 go. You should probably roll as well, Patrick. No, I was hoping you'd forget. <laughs> and to, 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 to just pull up the app. And it's uh sixty fifty nine out of sixty. Fifty nine. Nice. So pass. One stress yeah. as the people get consumed by the sand, the, the metal sand, uh, and uh, you run into the motorcycle dealership as other people follow you, uh, and then you hear the sound of metal being ripped apart, like somebody just tore the muffler off of a bike, for example. Uh, but you hear it from the factory you just ran out of. Uh, and you run up to the bikes, and I assume you're going to try and jump on these things and get them started. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, Pilot Groundcraft. It is 50. Pilot Groundcraft. And I get a 76 out of 50. So that's a fail. <laughs> 76 out of 50. Yeah, so you go to start it, and you can't work out where the starter is. Um, 
you, it, maybe it's got a dealership lock on it or something. You can't find the start button. Are you uh, out of Moxie? Might be saving. Yeah, no, it might be a good time to. Mo- uh, no, actually, I got 76, and so that'll be 67 out of 50. So it doesn't help. Yeah. Uh, can't you also turn a uh, failure into a successful Moxie? Not just you can flip the numbers. You can flip oh, the numbers. Okay. Yeah. You can flip the numbers or re-roll, uh, or you can downgrade from a critical to a uh, normal. Oh, I'll re-roll then. 75. No, that didn't help. <laughs> help. All right, uh, let me... Uh... Groundcraft. So I'm, I'm... I will spend a moxie to flip it to 38. Yep, so you start yours, and do you go, or do you wait to see what everyone else is doing? Do we want a sand check or do we not want a sand check? Is what you're asking, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> well, I'm asking him what he's doing. Is he going to leave these people behind and rip us to the subway, or is he going to wait for the other people to see what they <laughs> if they're going to actually get their bikes started? Uh, I will wait for now. All right. And Yodel, what did you get on your ground craft roll? So. Uh, my scale is 45 originally. Uh, <laughs> this is minus 10 for the trauma and mm-hmm. another minus 10 because it's physical, I guess. Maybe. Um, I think it, because this is just to get it started, I think this is uh, not physical. All right. So my scale is 35 right now, mm-hmm. which means that my 44 isn't good enough. It is, in fact, a critical failure. Indeed. So I'm thinking that bike isn't going anywhere. So you you think you find the star button, um, and you go to press it, uh, and the bike starts making a lot of noise, and you realize that you've pressed the alarm, and that the bike has now locked up and will not start for 60 minutes. Well, I'm just going to go to the next bike. And try again. You, you push one of the other dudes off the bike as you jump onto it. So uh, should I just roll again? Yes. Fifteen. That's a success. It starts. Uh, you thank whatever deity you would like to. Uh, and Patrick, uh, I run over to him and wrap around and and ride um, ride behind him. You just bail on, on your bike. All right, cool. I mean, you could get on my bike too. I it was started. No, you're you've got nerd cooties. All right, so both <laughs> your bikes are started. What are you guys gonna do? Are you gonna ride? Are you gonna like gonna smash through the front window? Um, I mean, is is mm. that an option? Like, I would yeah, probably there's... shoot it with my shard pistol uh, extension just to make sure that it. You know, breaks because if it doesn't break, then yeah, no, we're gonna we're not gonna drive through it. Yeah, you shoot it with the sh- uh, shard pistol uh, three times until it breaks, uh, and then the glass uh, shatters, uh, and all the other people on bikes just start like streaming out. There's only like four people with you, so that's seven in your group all up now. Um, and you just as you're all driving out the window, you see the sand pour th- the metal metallic sand pour through the doorway. Um, uh, and these two 
sand snowmen uh, walk out of the windows after you, but uh, you very quickly get up to highway speeds. Um, and uh, and we all memorize the path because we're all we all have mnemonic augmentation. So that's true. That's the rubble isn't too uh, bad on the road here. Um, I'm not going to make you make another check. Uh, but you, uh, yeah, you, do you guys just haul us straight to the subway? Yeah, seems yeah. like a good idea still. Brilliant. Yeah. All right, so you guys arrive uh, at the subway. You turn, uh, you're sort of coming along this curving road, uh, and you see the subway up ahead. Um, very weird architecture. Kind of looks like... Um, Postmodern corrugated iron bees nest or wasps nest. Okay, keep going away from but, this thing. I mean, you can see the entrances to the subway. Yeah, no that that seems untrustworthy. <laughs> I mean, there's weirder architecture in Scandinavian parts of the world. Uh, okay. Uh, can we make any sort of check to see if? Do you have architecture or sculpture or yes. civic engineering? I have sculpture. All right. You can make me a sculpture check. Out of curiosity, what is sprots and why am I interested interested in it? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's meant to be sports. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I got a 27 out of 40. Well, I, mean, I am a bounty hunt. I'm not a hunter. I'm a hunt. <laughs> Again, there's sometimes not enough room <laughs> to write the full thing. <laughs> I think it could have been a short for something, like special rot, rot, rotten eggs. <laughs> no, it's meant to be sports. Sorry. Um, so you succeeded. We're disappointed in you, Raymond. You succeed yeah. on your sculpture. Um, it reminds you of a piece somebody did. Uh, it's actually pretty common. Uh, it's very common for what it is, this, this piece. Like, it's done a lot where you pour molten aluminium into an ant colony and then dig it out to see the shape. Um, oh, yes, I've seen that video. Yeah, um, and there was an artist that was inspired by that to try and make uh, that. They were looking at um, the houses that insects and birds make for themselves, and how to apply those design principles to physical structures. Uh, and out in the Gobi Desert, he actually fabricated a bunch of these sand. He basically built like this sand mini city out of these weird wasp nesty things. It reminds you of that. Okay. Yeah. So, so yeah. art piece, not necessarily death trap. Not necessarily. But can, okay. you, but can you trust me? Well, no. Uh, 
clearly but the adventure doesn't happen if we don't go inside so let's go inside (laughs) that's true it's like when i gave you the option at the beginning of the game would you like to accept this parole opposition if you say no it's like all right cool pick up another one of the characters and i'll ask you that question again (laughs) what if we just said no for every single character um then we would have end then i would have said to you all uh do you, are you purposely wanting to not engage with the premise of the game? <laughs> yes, you have to be supervillains. I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, I am a political detainee. How dare you? I was quoting Caleb, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyways. Anyway. So, yeah, no, uh, let's engage with the game. Brilliant. I'm glad that you choose to engage with the game. <laughs> Let's go inside. Uh, yes. So you walk up to... You pull up your bikes to the uh, subway and you hop off and you grab your guns. Um, Actually, is it... I mean, is it a normal bike with two wheels and, like, a normal staircase down? Yes, it is. Uh, an escalator, but the escalator's turned off. Are you about to ask me, can I ride my bike down? I mean, if you go slowly, would that be possible? You could walk them down. Uh, I, I would pose that question. Should we keep them? Like, we might be able to drive down the, the track once we're down there. They're electric bikes, so they're not particularly loud. How, I how think that's a good they? idea. Could, could we... Does yeah, you could ride them doable? on the subway. Yeah, it's totally doable. If you guys want to do that, you just you can't ride them. You can't ride them down the staircase without making me a uh, ground craft check. But you can walk them down the staircase easily. Right. Okay. I want to do that. Yes, no reason not to. Let's walk them down. Cool. If things go bad, then we can do a ground craft check. Mm. You start walking them down the staircase and. The, the architecture of the outside continues inwards. Um, hang on, some more sculpture. Yeah, it seems like the entire subway was built with this this sort of beehivey wasp nest architecture to it. Mm. Uh, uh, yeah, um, but uh, it, it does feel kind of damp. In here, like it's there's a moisture to the air. Oh, that's a good sign. Um, as you walk, walk in. Oh no, my joints they will rust. <laughs> uh, does anybody want to make me an investigation check to work out like why it is damp? I do not have this thing. You know uh, who does have it at seventy? <laughs> the cop. <laughs> Where is investigation? It's near infiltration. So, would you call that actor skills? Oh, yeah. No, it's not. It's a mental action in this context. Mm-hmm. So, I'm at 60 right now. Yes, because... Officer, you. let us survive. Please, do this. I yes, I'm constable. Let us survive. 49, did you say? Yes. So, I'm that's 60. success with your penalty. Um, also, if it's a visual thing, then I have another plus 20, right? 
or is that only for perception? Um, no, no, no. It's visual, so yeah, you would have a plus twenty. So that would basic, more or less, would negate your penalty. It'd actually give you a plus ten bonus overall. I'm trying to find my notes on this thing. So I it is a smaller replica of the sculpture. <laughs> this is bees. Uh, so you re as you were walking through, this is um the metal that makes up the structure has like when you're looking at it a bit closer, you see um it's got plastic mixed into it, like um. Synthetic skin. It's quite dark in here because there's no power running to the subway. Uh, but as you look at it closer, you see like cyborg, like ri robot faces, like the silicon faces that they put onto synths to make them look a bit more human and friendly. Um, and you see. Uh, as you get deeper into the space, you see robotic arms, and then you step onto the ground floor of the subway at the bottom of the staircase, and you hear a sort of a sloshing noise, like you stepped in a puddle, and you oh, look God. down, and there is a blanket of blood, and meat, and mince patty <laughs> uh, beneath your metal feet. Well, that's slightly disconcerting. Let's go back upstairs. Let's go quite quickly back upstairs. Uh, pilot groundcraft to go back upstairs. <laughs> Make me that roll. Uh, yeah. Uh, 40! I'm, I'm going to flip 40 that. out of 40. Alright, so you fucking, you turn yeah. the bike round and just Right up the stairs. 27 out of 45. All right. No. And uh, so, assuming that uh, our death squad soldier is yeah, still near, I said. Okay, cool. So, you guys ride up the staircase, <laughs> back to the top, and the other people are like, What are you doing? What are you doing? One of them, like, starts his bike and tries to follow you, and it uh, immediately uh, cartwheels backwards as he tries to go up the stairs, and he lands in the in the sloshing meat. He's uh, dead. Moving on. And then you guys see blue uh, neon kind of light erupt behind you in that red mess. It sort of streaks like... Um, like bioluminescent uh, plankton uh, and it just swarms around him uh, and you see him start thrashing and then his thrashing slows like it's in slow motion not like he's trying to stop and then you see his uh, cybernetics ex uh, his cybernetic body explode and go in all directions as if uh as if somebody put a electromagnet inside his chest 
and then changed the polarity of the magnet. So it was like pushing south against south. Uh, and every, every component of his cybernetic body uh, repelled every other component of his cybernetic body. You're making a very big assumption here. <laughs> I'm not looking back. Period. Well, other people in your group do. Whether that's the players or not. The camera sees it. The audience sees it in the movie. The camera sees it. She's not trying to monster. It does, in fact, happen whether you observe it or not. We have arrived at Shoggoth Station. Yes, I saw that. Um, so now you guys are all up on the street and you see... and you The building... Uh, sort of emits a hum. Um, oh, good. It's full. Let's go. I believe our Death Squad member has music. I do. I have music at 55. Can you make me a music check, please? 96 out of 55. No. It's a very... It's, it's kind of an angry sound to you. Um, it's discordant. It doesn't sound like it sounds like someone who's never, who's only ever heard people talk about music is trying to make music using a building full of soup. I hate Vaporwave. <laughs> let's, uh, let's leave this place. Let's just... Let's just leave from where the buildings are. Let's just... We've got the map. What's the nearest route to, like, suburb, exurb? We're in Australia. Desert. Uh, well, the desert's actually, like, 50 kilometers from here because you have to go to the edge of the city. Well, is the spaceport in, in the city? Just... Yeah. Presumably so um, the, Alice Springs, the Alice Springs spaceport is basically the name of is the official name of the city you're in somebody built the Alice Springs a company built the Alice Springs spaceport and then expanded Alice Springs around it Alice Springs is kind of a small country town now what's happened here is they've built a built it up into a huge system to support the spaceport so everyone either works in the spaceport or su in supporting the spaceport. Uh, so, yeah. Sure, uh, but in, in what we would term the spaceport, i.e. the bit that actually goes to space. Yes, indeed. How the actual spaceport that? part. Um, you're about 30Ks from that. Yeah, I feel like that would be a better direction to head. Your bikes can do like 260 kilometers an hour, so... I mean, that's if the roads are fine. Indeed, that's the, the top roads, speed. The roads aren't fine, but let's go anyway. They are not go cycles, so you do not have shape-shifting wheels that will allow you to ride on water. Yeah. Spaceport, guys, should we go? Spaceport? I'm feeling the spaceport. All right, so you guys... Start ripping us towards the spaceport. Somebody make me a navigate roll. I have it at 45. 
Do I get a bonus for the map? Yes, you will get a plus 10 bonus for the map. I get a 9, so that's a pass. Brilliant. Uh, so, uh, you very quickly come to a um, a crashed uh, dropship. Um, so, a vectored thrust um, helicopter rather than rotor blades, basically, is how you describe it. Um, you know, like the thing from Aliens. Uh, and it's blocking the road. Uh, so you pick another path round. Uh, the path you pick round takes you close to a... Uh, takes you close to a residential area, a residential block. Not the one you saw before, one of the smaller ones. Are you happy with this course, or would you like to pick a different one? Um, by residential, do you mean more apartment blocks than... Yes, apartment like, blocks, yeah. not suburban. Yeah. Ain't uh, nothing suburban in the Alice Briggs spaceport. No. Uh, if it's the fastest way, it's the fastest way that we have. It is the fastest way. Then that's the priority. All right. Uh, so you start driving through. Uh, everywhere else you've been, there hasn't really been any power. As you arrive at the residential blocks, you see these... Uh, you see uh, row after row. You see five rows of apartment buildings. And they have... Um, you can tell that they have power on. Like the lights out the front in the entranceways to them are on. But all the windows are black as if they've been painted black. Good for them. Let's continue. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so, uh, you uh, come to a uh, sort of a little park, and you guys see. Uh, make me, everybody, make me a perception check. You have plus twenty from enhanced vision. Mm. And minus twenty from thick. So that puts Yodel at base. That's <laughs> uh, a fail. 73 out of 35. Ooh. I got 8 out of 40. Nice. And what did you get, Chris? Uh, 10 out of 50. Nice. So, Chris and Yodel, your characters see um, in this sort of playground park area, you see... Uh, you see a child uh, running, um, like just for a moment, and then they must they disappear behind something. So it's like they were running to hide. What do you do with this information? Check my motivation. Uh, plus open source, minus capitalism, minus authoritarianism. There's no plus child rearing. 
There's no plus the future of the human race. So fuck that. <laughs> yep. I have a minus poverty. Uh, I'm not so sure. There's also the fact that I am a cop. Like I, I, I can see that even as a corrupt cop, I would still care about people. Just you know, care about me more. You're corrupt because you wanted to get rich, not because like you were murdering people for fun. Yeah. So this yeah, has no. nothing to do with overthrowing the system. We gotta move past so we can fight the system. So, Carl, what do you do? I I I can't ignore this. So you stop I, your I, I do, you stop I, your bike. Uh, is our death squad member still riding on the back of? Yeah. So you notice that Carl has Carl has stopped the bike. Uh, he seems to doing? be looking towards the play equipment. Yeah. So I will shout. Uh, if you come out of hiding right now, we can bring you with us, and you'll be safer than hiding here. Probably. I don't shout probably, I just say it. (laughs) It kind of echoes through the surroundings. The probably? No, your voice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I will try to look around as quickly as possible, just say, like, can I find the kid again? Uh, you, you can step off the bike and make me an investigation check. Yep, I will do that. Uh, all right, investigation is 70 minus 20 if this is physical. Uh, it is physical, but you'll get a plus 20 because it's vision-based. Yeah, uh, 30 out of 70. All right. Uh, So, yeah, you guys see Carl walk towards the play equipment. Um, And then, Carl, you walk up to, you know, the the covered tube slides? So it's like you're sliding down a tube. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you walk up to that and you can see uh, a child up inside. And you see uh, a little girl in there. Uh, she's wearing kind of a jumpsuit-looking thing. Uh, it's uh, a reddish, uh, a dark maroon red. It's very dirty and torn. Right. Uh, so I will try to make her feel more comfortable by doing a. Uh, Classic Australian, how do you do of some sort? Good day. Good day. Sure. Uh, test, test. Good day, darling. How you doing? Oh, yeah. I can hear you, Chris. Yes, Chris, I can hear you. Or I could and have I will, a second I will, ago. I will take, I will like reach out a hand that just, you know. Uh, she sort of looks hesitant and then grabs your hand. Do you pull her out of the tube? Yes. So you pull her out of this sort of pipe, um, slide and, and lift her up. Um, 
and you notice that she's got a lot of um, cyberware on her skull. Right. Uh, it could be uh, neurological prosthesis if maybe she suffered uh, a head injury earlier on. Uh, so I will say you'll be all right. This we'll go with with the bikes to the spaceport and we'll leave. All right. Uh, she she doesn't really say uh, anything. Did uh, uh, anyone else stop when I stopped? Yeah, all the bikes stopped because you're traveling together. All right. So uh, I'll just tell uh, Tanaka. Mm-hmm. Does anyone have kinesics? They don't know the, the cop has kinesics. Yeah, I but like I think the Death Squad member has kinesics. I do. I guess I guess I could, but like it's a kid. I, I don't think I wouldn't think of questioning her. I think that's worth a moxie. Look, everyone's uh, yeah, going I'll through the, the stage in their life as a kid when they've got tentacles coming out of their face. It's normal. She doesn't have tentacles. She just has cybernetic prostheses <laughs> on the back of her skull. That's perfectly normal. She's just so... crying blood. <laughs> cybernetics are fine. She's just howling in the voice of a thousand damned souls. It's what did fine. you get with your kinesics there, Patrick? Uh, I failed. <laughs> oh, great! Yeah, we're fine. It's all good. The kid seems nervous, um, and worried. So, so I just, uh, I just tell Panaka, you sit on, sit on the nerd's bike. No, no, this bike is for me. <laughs> you get on one of the random people's bikes if you want to put your fate in my hands. Yeah. I'll get on the nerd's bike. You can, you can have the girl. That sounds so weird when you say it like that. Mm-hmm. It does. You're the one I going around collecting children, mate. Well, she'll die if we leave her, all right? Because we're going to survive this. You're right. Of course. Uh, yeah, no. I'm not planning on dying. There's no planning involved. We're fucked. Look, this is it's a just, tough body. We'll be it's fine. Just a little girl. What's the matter? What's the problem? Oh, I'm not even talking about a little girl. I'm. We're fucked, guys. Let's I mean, go. Let's I... continue driving to the mouth of madness. <laughs> uh, so you guys start up your bikes and start riding down the street again. Uh, I just yeah. assume the more we drive, the more Mad Max we get. <laughs> like, we all have shoulder pads now. Yes, indeed. We're spiky for no apparent reason. Well, You've I been... mean, our armor plates were always spiky. We just didn't notice until now. Yeah, until the girl impales her face on an, on one of your back spikes as you go over a speed bump. Um, so you drive to the... Air, uh, you get to the edge of this residential block uh, of these apartment buildings, uh, and you notice that there's kind of a green moss all over the road. Uh, uh, and the, and the four and the four other bikes of the, um, of the, well, I guess three other bikes, the three other bikes. Cause one person died. Um, 
they ride across they they ride onto the green part uh and you guys stop do you shout out to tell them to stop yes yeah so they stop uh, like what what's the matter whenever anything is out of the ordinary here it kills somebody yeah, let's just okay. assume weird thing is, is a trap. You see weird green shit on the floor, you don't walk on it. So I one sort of the guys, glare at the little girl. One of the guys kicks his uh, bike stand and steps off the bike and gets down. He's like, I thought it was like just grass growing through the cracked asphalt. And he leans down and sort of touches his like and grabs his like, that's and not grass. It's like moss. It's weird. How about you get off the- of it? Pointing the particle bolter. <laughs> it's just a road, man. We can't stop and freak out. Like you're taking this is taking longer than if we just ridden across it. Just, just go around it. It's it not- covers the whole road. Then no, go man. off fucking road. There is no off road. There's not even a sidewalk here. <laughs> there is building and road. So. Wait, wait, so what you're saying is that there's a road and then blank void? Uh, no, so it goes row... Uh, you're, you're just there's at the no end There's no sidewalk, of, you're saying. You're at the end of where this residential block ends, and the part of... And you've just sort of left the residential block, like, it's, like, five metres behind you. And now you're on the road, and it's, it's factory road. There's no sidewalk between the factory and the road. I'd... I'd rather go the long way. <laughs> it's, is there a parallel street? Uh, probably if you go back into the residential area. Uh, really don't want to go backwards. You could. You mean you could try and you could use the plasma gun to shoot through the wall of the factory, and I then go through use the, the factory. Can I use a um, particle bolter to like shoot a path because the particle bolter sort of makes little explosions, basically. Mm. Yeah, you uh, could probably do that. You could also yeah, like. Let's, let's try every- shooting the evil moss. <laughs> let's oh. just shoot the evil moss. That definitely won't make anyone notice us. Well, what are your What are your suggestions, then, Mister Mister um, Otaku? We'll go a different way. All right. Oh, what I'm was the ha- what was the hacker's name again? Uh, Schnoden. Oh, um, Schnoden. Schnoden. Uh, Schnoden, you have the urge suddenly, and you can make me a willpower roll if you're not okay with this, but you feel uneasy about that road, and you want to put yourself between the road and... Uh, and Carl, as well as the girl, sort of like, you know, when you want to push, uh, you want to sort of like a, as a mugger approaches a family and you want to step between the mugger and your family. That's the kind of feeling you feel. No, I care about systems, not people. So what would the willpower role be? Willpower times two. Okay. I wonder if I have a psionic familiar. That's out of character, but yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't 22. matter. 
It wouldn't matter because async powers can't affect synthetic minds. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, that's that's a twenty-two out of thirty. Out of thirty, a critical success. This is an alien thought. This is not your thought. And you realize that you have not unplugged the uh, Wi-Fi module from yourself since you download the English downloaded the English packet. You've had it okay, plugged I'll... in and turned on this whole time. I'll I'll unplug it. You go to unplug it. Make me a willpower times two check. As your hand grabs the cord and you realize that if you pull this out, you will no longer be connected to the mesh. You'll be your greatest power, your greatest uh, tool, your medium for change. You'll be cut off from it. Uh, So I just rolled and I got a broken image. (laughs) Brilliant. Uh, Just re-roll. I didn't even know that was possible. Yeah, are you using dice stream? Yeah. It does it occasionally. Yeah, just re-roll. Maybe it's one number that always breaks. Because it, it, it loads an image of a dice, so sometimes the image just doesn't load. So you got 92. Uh, I have ha- one moxie left. Do you want to spend it? Yes! Holy fuck, yes! So a 29, I assume that succeeds. Out of 30, yeah. Yeah. Uh, So you hesitate for half a second, and then you pull the cord out. Uh, And while this is going on, uh, it sort of happens in an instant, you know. Uh, You see... Uh, Snowden move towards you, uh, Carl, and then he stops and pulls out and unplugs his uh, Wi-Fi node. And then the street, uh, all the green moss that was growing in the cracks, the green moss unzips and opens up into... Gla- uh, razor sharp obsidian voids, and the four, the three people and bikes that were standing on the road fall into those holes, and you see them go down to like their uh, about nipple length, and then the road seals shut, and they get instantly sliced in half. Uh, and you see them, like, gasping as blood shoots out of their mouths, and they're, like, scraping and clawing at the asphalt. Uh, actually, blood wouldn't shoot out of their mouths. They're robots. Um, yeah. Uh, you just see them, like, flailing and scraping at the um, at the uh, asphalt. Uh, and then you see, um, like, uh, sort of a white foam uh, uh, seep out around where their bodies were just insta-sliced and it starts to bubble and froth around them and then they all sort of freeze as if they have run out of power all the while screaming in horrible distorted uh, 
that horrible distorted scream of somebody shouting too loud and too close into a microphone. So uh, will willpower times um... three checks. Okay. For everybody, as you watch yep. these three people you're traveling yep. with just get eaten by a road. 27. Who failed? Nope. I, I passed. I did Yodel just say he failed? He did. Yep. All right, cool. Uh, so, Yodel, you'll be taking <laughs> two stress. Because oh. that's because red rolls are great. So I feel like I should make a st uh, stress roll myself for the whole mesh thing. Uh, yes, go for it. Uh, if you if you didn't fail that roll, you take one stress, and Yodel takes two because dice. All right. Well, I just failed my uh, mesh roll. So fifty six. Six. You take six stress. Something was fucking controlling your mind. Something sub tried to subvert your will. That's my trauma tried threshold. Tried to do it subtly. Is that your first trauma? Yes. All right. Cool. So it's a minus 10 to all actions going forward. Pete. On your second trauma, you take the you take a mental affliction thing. Uh yeah, you guys just saw the fucking road eat someone. Um, and uh, it, the after the, the body stopped thrashing as they run out of power, uh, 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 about five seconds pass, and then the girl starts crying. Okay. Uh, Let's go. It's not human. Right, not. I don't know what that is, but... Let's go around. We'll not take that road. Alright? We'll I be fucking fine. told you! You didn't... You didn't know those guys. It doesn't matter to you. Told you not to take them. <laughs> told you we should have gone a different routes. Are you comforting the little girl, Yodel? Yes. Yeah. So you... I mean, you... I'm not... I'm not, like, really... I, I mean, like, I want to pat her, but, like... It's metal. Like, would that even help? I mean, it's touch. It would help some. You're warm uh, to the I, touch. Like, you have batteries and shit. Like, you're not cold. Yeah. Also, I could, like, focus on her hair, because then it would be, like... You know, that's true. That, that. that sensation would there, be... There, child. Uh, yeah. There, there, child. Do not feel you, sad. You're comforting yourself as much as the little girl, as you're like, it's okay, you didn't know them. They didn't mean it. It is you. okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> uh, We're going to take another way, and we'll be perfectly fine. So, what is the other way you're going to take? I mean, I guess back through the residential area. and uh, uh, I'll Let me pull out my map. So, does this map have Google Street View? Because, you know, um, there's all the uh, weird... Yes, it does have Google Street View. Would you like to use it? Sure, why not? Alright. Um, Let me just go crazier. Are you using it on the Ecto or on your mesh? Ecto. Uh, on the Ecto. All right. 
so um, you see a you see footage of yourself high and to the left. Uh, do you look high and to the left? Right? Yeah, I guess I do. You see a camera. Okay. Uh, so the street view, because it is the sub, the it is the future, is live. It's live footage. It hooks into the local network and feeds you that uh, footage. Can I check th through some other, through a few other cameras? Uh, yeah. After a few minutes, it adjusts and it uh, puts you out. It sort of like. Um, projects it so that you feel like you're standing on the road, like it looks like a first-person footage from the road, but you can tell that it is a live composite of multiple camera angles. Um, and, uh, yeah, you're you're standing on the road uh, on the other side of the bit of green that just ate people. Uh, not sure how to take this. Can we like? Oh, can can I use like different street views to figure out which roads are safe? Um. Yeah. Um. So you're gonna try and find a route uh, around the this part. Yes. Pretty much, you have to go back into the residential area, but um, it's like sixty seconds of travel to yeah, get around it. I'm specifically like doing. I'm specifically looking around in the residential area. Or... Uh, you don't see any more of that green stuff on the road. You don't see any gun drones swooping down out of the sky. Uh, okay. You don't see any wasps' nests the size of subway stations. And you don't see any oceans of silver sand. Then I will head that area that way. Alright, so are you guys going to ride your bikes? If, uh, if that's the, the best route, let's, let's go that way. Uh, so you ride around the corner and you pull down uh, the street uh, and uh, yeah, you've managed to get back onto that main road that's going to head towards the uh, spaceport. Yeah, and it, guys. Yeah. We're safe. You've got the little girl on your bike, and you start riding towards uh, the spaceport. Um, you can hear explosions off in the distance, uh, and then uh, you see uh, you sort of come to a. Um, you come to another. Uh, you're in another industrial area, and you—it's a huge opening. It's kind of like um, it's like a five-road intersection, uh, and there is um, another spaceship right in the middle of the intersection. You're maybe. 15 kilometers from where you guys started your trip. 
you're about to get onto the actual freeway that will take you to the spaceport, and there's a big, huge fucking spaceship right in front of you. Uh, all of its doors are open. You see robotic bodies littering the streets around, but not nearly as many as your spaceship that you left. Uh, yeah. What do you guys do? Why are we stopping? Well, you're stopping because you no, can't that's what drive. I'm saying. I'm saying why are we stopping? Like, oh, we can't. We can't. It's it's perfectly blocking. Yeah, it's sides. blocking the road. It's like scraped the side of the buildings, uh, but it hasn't crushed any buildings like it did in uh, your case. Do we I'm think there's a way through? Didn't like we. We know from the one that we came out of that it had multiple doors. Like, it had multiple off friends. We can probably cut through this. Right. You know, go in through door A, go out through door B. Sure. And we could probably walk our bikes through it again, but, you know, that didn't turn out so well last time. No. I had to get the feeling that things don't turn out well anymore, so... It's that or what, go down a block? Yeah. Nerd. What? What's your thoughts on this? Snowden, that's your name. <laughs> go through or take a block around? I'd rather take the long route. This shit's dangerous. As you guys say that, the little girl jumps off your bike and sprints towards the opening of the spaceship. Well, out of character, guys. She's an ex-surgeon, right? No, definitely. Oh, She's like five yeah. ex-surgeons. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But in, like character. in character. I follow her because, you know, what am I supposed to do? Do you ride up into there? Yes. Well, I, I mean, can I ride in or do I have to walk in? Again? Yeah, you can ride in. They've got like rampy things. It's uh, just you need to ride slowly. Otherwise, you're going to like slam into those those chutes that you guys walked out of that they funneled you out as they were giving you your weapons. Hmm. Yeah, well. Uh, can't, I forgot. Do we leave him? Do we go get him? I say to Schmoden. Uh, let's go. Let's go then. Go get him or leave him? Leave. Go get him. Oh, oh, oh no, no, I'm saying leave. <laughs> <laughs> so they have that uh, conversation and then they go different directions. <laughs> Yeah, indeed, they have that conversation. You say, "Should we go after? Should we go after him or, Sorry, or leave? Oh, we should go." And then, and then one of you drives forward while the other one is about to turn away. <laughs> Wait, what? No. no on a, 
Honestly, no. Yeah, I think um, I think leave. <laughs> like, yeah, let's leave. This isn't worth it. All right. So you guys start to try and drive around. Uh, you, you know the ride up, those things. You ride up inside the uh, drop ship kind of thing, uh, Carl, and you see the little girl. Uh, at, in one of the um, at one of the armory stations, you see her climbing uh, over the counter uh, and getting behind the counter. Armory as in weapons, right? Yeah, the 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 counters that you guys were at, and they asked you what weapons you were trained on. Right. It's those. It's one of those. She's climbed up behind. Uh, I mean, unless you actually shot one of those before, I don't think that's a good idea. Uh, you see, you, you can't really see what she's doing from the angle you're at. You could walk over there. You'd have to get off the bike. Yeah, I'll get off the bike and walk up to her. Yeah, you quickly jog over to the counter and you look over and you see she has a box cutter in her hand. And she is cutting at the back of the head of the quartermaster. Oh. Uh, at the neck, just where the neck meets the uh, skull. So, do I roll the lucidity thing now? Yeah, roll me willpower times three, my friend. Yes, well. Uh, nope, nope, nope. 65 out of 30. Okay. Take three stress. All right. Um, that's pretty fucked up. Uh, I, yeah. I can't, I can't think of a human reason why you would do that. Uh, and then uh, she looks up at you and... She sort of has a, like uh, kind of like puppy dog eyes, like uh, like you've just caught her painting uh, the her bedroom wall with her hands, like doing hand painting on the wall. Uh, and she knows that you're probably about to yell at her, and she's going to get in trouble. But like, she really doesn't want you to yell at her. I'm not That's angry. The face. Yeah. That's the face she's wearing. Just I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Actually, I'm, I'm not, not angry. angry. I'm, I'm just, just horrified. Yeah, that's that's probably closer to it. Um, I, hmm. I'm gonna say, all right, you 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 you're gonna have to stop that. I can't be doing that. That's that's not normal. People shouldn't be doing that. I'm I'm sorry. And you Almost see as if she's a fucking inhuman monster, and you should kill it. You see her slide the the blade on the exacto knife back into its recess, and she puts it in her pocket. And then you see her like wipe her hands on the shirt of the uh, officer in front of her, and then she says, "But we have to save his soul." 
I, all right. I, I can, I see what you're saying. Um, if we leave not... him here, they'll get him. And she points to something behind you. I will look at what that is. You see a eight foot tall walking robotic sarcophagus is the best way to describe it. Uh, and okay. sticking out of the uh, headpiece of said sarcophagus, you see rings, uh, you see a ring of bloody, uh, they look almost like credit cards or key cards. Right. They're sort of arrayed like a halo or crown. Uh, it doesn't appear to have any eyes, this sarcophagus. It has an angular front piece towards its head that you guess would be its equivalent of a face. It's got two stocky legs and long tubular angular, uh, long tubular tentacle type arms that end in like wiry uh, clusters that could be called fingers. Uh, they number in like the 15. All right. So is it moving right now? Um, it's sort of half looking away from you and then it kind of turns and you see its right arm slot another bloody credit card into the back of its head. Okay. So, uh, what I want to do is, uh, I want to grab the girl, uh, turn on chameleon cloak and, uh, like put us both on the bike, regardless of what she's thinking about that. That only work on you, though. Yeah, yeah it would only work on him, but you know, if I'm between. Uh, if I'm between uh, the the thing and her, then I could, you know, mask her a little bit. The chameleon cloak would just make uh, her visible in that uh, situation. Actually, I don't I... even think chameleon cloak would have that high a definition. Um, it would just look like the surrounds, really. Like, it, it wouldn't really obscure her too much. But right. I see what you're well, saying. Like, you you, I mean, you get, like, a I plus 30 and she gets, like, a plus 5. That's right. Well, I mean, I you could time to program it, you could make her exactly. invisible by being an obfuscation. But that takes time. Right. Uh, well, I mean, but, I'm, I'm thinking more like I want to do that as quickly as possible. So, eh. Maybe it doesn't yes. work well, but like does something. I understand what you're saying. Uh, so is that the order of operations? Grab girl, chameleon cloak, bike? Yes. Although I would feel like the chameleon cloak is just activate like at any point during the movement to grab girl. Like. Yeah. So you reach over the counter and grab the scruff of her jumpsuit as your hand disappears uh, and the rest of your body fades to the surrounds and you just 
Uh, make me a free running check. I have that. That is a physical activity. It is. So you will be taking your penalty. Minus 20. Uh, so I am at 35, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and that is a 72. I will mox it to make it a 27 uh, and pass. Nice. So you sprint and jump onto your bike and this thing turns and looks towards the girl. Um, and she's just shouting, go, 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 go. And the plan, yes. Can you make me a pilot ground craft check to start the bike? Well, I know how to do that. Uh Right, so make me a pilot Groundcraft check to turn the bike on a dime in an enclosed space. Yes, uh, so 45 minus 20, mm -hmm. right? Yep, because so it's physical activity. Out of 25. You actually got a 9 out of 25. That's pretty fucking good. Uh, so you yeah. sort of pop half of a wheelie and the bike spins on its back wheel. Uh and you start to accelerate away. Make me a uh, reflex times three check. I don't With... care which side I leave. Just yeah, 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 yeah. Putting it out there. Well, if it's you it's... go forward, you have to go through the robot. It's kind of standing like you'd All be right. so getting I'll away from it and then getting past and then getting closer to it to drive straight. So you have to turn around. So uh, what was a reflex is. Yes, uh, times three, because it's an aptitude. Uh, and it's minus 20 for that, too? Yes, it is a physical activity. So I'm at 55, because 25 times three is 75, minus 20 is 55. I got 26. <laughs> Did you say 26? Yes. Yeah. Uh, you start to accelerate, and out of the uh, darkness... Uh, actually, not out of the darkness, out of the blinding light of uh, daylight beyond the doorway that you're uh, about to try and drive through, steps a glowing, luminous, angular, walking sarcophagus. And it uh, reaches out uh, towards you. You swerve the bike around it. Make me a fray check. All right. Let's see what that is. 45 minus 20 is... 25. I got a 10. A 10. All right. Give me one moment. Uh, hold on. Let me burn another moxie on that. Just make it a crit success. All right. So you critically succeeded with a 29? No, I critically Sorry. succeeded with 10. With a 10? Sorry, I rolled a 29. Um right. So, but you critically succeeded, but your number is lower. So, so you, still, you still get hit. You still get hit. Um, I'm pretty sure. But a crit, I beat it. Yeah, I'm going to give you half damage. Okay. I could look it up and double check what happens in that situation. I'm going to give you half damage, though, because I don't want to drag this out. Uh, so, 
Just let me roll my damage. Seven armor applies. Uh, kinetic uh, armor is eight. Yeah, um, so it does not. You feel the uh, you hear and see a silver blade scrape across your armor plate and sparks fly. Uh, as you drive past and half lean off the bike as a blade just extends out of the end of this tubular arm. Uh, it's almost like the 15 wiry digits have solidified into a blade. Uh, and you ride past. Uh, in the distance, our uh, other characters who are riding off, you guys hear nearby gunfire Chris and Good Patrick for us. yeah uh, yeah um, no, no. it sounds like it's coming from the direction of the spaceport uh, so you must be getting pretty close to it mm -hmm. uh, and then you hear the uh, sound uh, of uh, you hear the the buzzing sound, buzzing hum of uh, electric motorcycle roaring up behind you at maximum speed as you see uh, you see Carl and the girl riding towards you at full speed. Yeah, I will pull up next to them. Yeah. We see the girl is still with her, just sort of. Yeah, she seems glance. to be covered in fresh blood. Hmm. Welp. Um. Would it be totally out of character for me to think that maybe she should turn off her mesh inserts? That's if she even has mesh inserts. How would you check? Yeah, but like, like that's a thing that I could ask I her. Think, but like. Would, would, would Carl think that? that um, I don't see... The only reason Carl would think to mention that would be the fact that you don't... Ha that the soldiers ripped your mesh implants, like your radio comms, out. So you could tell her, yeah. you need to turn your mesh inserts off. Yeah, so I'll do that. Yeah. Children don't normally have mesh inserts, but seeing as she's got that cyberware in the back of her head, maybe she does. Yeah, like, like that. And she says to you, oh, don't worry. Uh, my daddy made sure that they couldn't get at my brain. So it's oh, great. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. You don't have mesh inserts. Right? Is that what you're saying? Uh, she nods in a way that suggests to you that n saying yes is the simplest answer to your question. Okay. It's not just that you can't send or something like that. Like it's, you. She probably okay. has a similar thing to you. She has mesh inserts, but she doesn't have trans uh, transmitters. Right. And receivers. Right. Yeah. Good enough. So yeah, what are you? What are you guys doing? There's gunshots. There's gunfire and explosions coming from up ahead. You've got this blood-covered girl. Three amigos. 
Yeah, of of two hundred plus three remain. I mean, some of them are probably alive somewhere else, right? Right. No, that's tr- yeah, maybe. I mean, they, they took different paths. So, what are you guys doing? I mean, all we have is the spaceport. So, spaceport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's get out of here. Yeah. You guys, and this is basically the end of the scenario, you guys ride uh, down the freeway towards the spaceport. You see uh, you're on this sort of a raised freeway like the kind they have in America. Um, and you see out towards the uh, west, you see the spaceport um, covered in like uh, craters and scorch marks. You see a spaceship on fire. Um, you see, uh, and you see, uh, a line of soldiers just unloading, uh, their weapons, all kinds of weapons. You see plasma guns, seeker missiles, uh, machine guns, you see a tank firing an artillery piece and they're just unloading into a uh, sea of uh, what appears to be uh, metallic tumbleweeds uh, as well as uh, silver smoke uh, and you see a few um, tall, angular, walking sarcophagi, sort of with black, angular armor. It's as if a robot built a sarcophagus uh, for itself. Uh, and they are just a wave crashing against... Uh, the fragile shore that is the soldiers. Uh, And you look at the spaceport and see that there are no spaceships there that aren't on fire. And you realize that uh, from the hot uh, baked uh, concrete uh, and destroyed manufacturing facilities that lay within the Aeropark's confines that the spaceships that were here have all already left. Oh. Oh. We're fucked. All right, that desert doesn't look so bad anymore. Gotta yeah. say. It's not like we sweat. Let's go be desert so, nomads, I guess. I have yeah. yet to use my uh, seeker rifle. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you want to fire into that sea for no good reason, sure, go ahead. I want to be far oh. away from you because they can. I think you're going to eat a nuke. Well, I'm not going to do that. No, me neither. Like I said, let's go be desert nomads. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, uh, suicide time. You're going to kill yourself? So the other two, like, start to drive off. Um, and you guys, you know, look back and see that uh, Snowden isn't doing anything. And then Snowden, you just blow up your Seekers? Yeah. Yeah. This isn't so worth you, it. So you fire your Seekers into the air and point the laser pointer at your feet, and then they all swarm around overhead and come back down and blow up the freeway uh, that you're standing on. Uh, and you guys just see... The, you, yeah, he just fucking launched his missiles at himself. Uh, I mean, that's a... Excellent moment to, you know, take cover and try to... Well, you, you guys were driving off. Like, you'd already said, yep, we're going to go. And he was just like, uh-huh, and didn't really say anything. Uh, and you, like, drove off, expecting him to catch up, and he he didn't. He chose to blow himself up. This is the end of the fucking world. Yeah. Yeah, well. Uh, and, yeah, that's the that's the end of that scenario. And just before we started recording it, I thought of a way I could tie this into something else if I'd written the scenario differently. But, uh, yeah. There you go. That's the horrors of the fall experienced firsthand by people that had no lead up to it. Okay. What the fuck is the little girl? Um, the little girl is... For the most part, harmless to you. And you're right to question her, but I won't explain that while we're uh, broadcasting. Uh, okay. How, how did you like the scenario? Um, it was interesting. Like there was some, yeah, there was some good imagery um, for like the description of going down into the flesh party. Um, Subway station was really good. Yeah, it, it um, felt a little railroady, though. I mean, yes, yeah. it is in fact that. <laughs> yeah. Well, so pretty much, pretty much at every turn, I was just going to throw a monster at you, like every single time. It's sure. just the the choices you make changed the monster I threw at you. Yeah. If you'd gone into the sewer, I would have sent different things. If you hadn't turned on the fabricator, then nothing would have happened. The only monster that you're always going to encounter is the drones at the beginning. That's the only thing that is the same. I think maybe what could work is if we are... If we can, if we have a role we can make or something to give us a, at least a basic idea of some of the things in the city. I think what I'll do next time is I'll start the scenario with the dropships about to take off uh, and uh, have the soldiers just start shouting stuff like don't turn on your mesh inserts if you don't want to lose your fucking mind and if you see uh, if you see a shrub made out of metal don't fucking go near it run away and just like start shouting about like hazards you're gonna run into but you have no context for what the fuck they mean Yes, I think that, that might be. Fun. I think that might be better. It'll set a better horror tone. Uh, yeah. There's Very also cool. the fact, like, we never really like, with the exception of my little extra adventure there, there was never a point where you could have shot at anything. 
yeah, like I mean, you could have shot. The, the, you could have shot at the, at the sandy monster thing, for example. Um, you could have tried to shoot at the drones, although I wouldn't have recommended it. Um, yeah, but it, it always seemed like yeah, the best bet here is to run away. Yeah, maybe what you could have done is um, had us like offloaded at the front lines because it was done like go go do a service and then we were just sort of thrown out into nowhere and the only thing we had yeah. was like there was a building to hide in until the threat passed like if, uh, if it was we were so i understand and you actually yeah. were at the front lines but again the choices you made meant that you kept walking away from it um if they'd had yeah i think next time i won't have the um dropship get uh destroyed i think i will have them say stuff more yeah. i think um yeah basically if uh if you'd if different choices had been made i would have you would have been uh it would have been revealed that you were meant to be heading towards the um towards the residential block that i first described um the larger one um for example, if you'd gone, we're going to search for survivors in the in the street to see if anyone survived, you could have found a remaining soldier because they were intending to move out with you, not all die. <laughs> uh, yeah, like I think I... We could have yeah. fought our way out and felt like we would felt like big damn heroes and then just, mm. oh wait, it's everywhere and it's not helping. I think I maybe could have thrown like some robotic tiger wolf thingies at you. That might have been better than a drone. Yeah, a lot of the threats we faced were like clearly outclassed us in a way that made it feel like running was the only option. Like we mm. didn't have hardware to deal with the flying drones. We didn't have the technical oh, to seek a missile to deal with the nano. Mm. Um, and that kind of thing. And like there's an entire subway station that is a Shoggoth and that kind of thing. Like, well, well, yeah. All right. I that's... think I've changed some of the monsters I throw next time I run yeah. that. Yeah. I mean, good idea. Um, if it was only Did one fight that we could actually fight. It? Yes. Yeah, I enjoy parts of it, yeah. All right. Well, that's the more, most, that's the important thing. As long as you didn't feel like you wasted your evening. <laughs> I mean, all evenings are wasted so long as time exists. <laughs> the the march of time. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll, fun. we'll we'll tie it off there. Uh, go check out role playing exchange and go check out more of our insert quest here stuff. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed listening. If you did, uh, and uh, farewell from the past. I'm Raymond. <laughs>